The Exorcist by William P. Blatty Dramatised by Robert Forrest Part 2 Your friend doesn't look well. Not well at all. I know his mother died recently. That's right. And he took it badly, as a son should. Is the coffee as good as I promised, Father Dyer? It's good. Are you sure you won't try the cheesecake? It's the best in the city. No thanks, Lieutenant. Father Karras is too thin. He's haggard, and that's a strong word. The shadows around the eyes, the low shoulders. Is this priest the beaten fighter, I wonder? You don't say much, Father. You haven't asked a question except about coffee and cheesecake. Well, I'll tell you right out. I'm a man who likes talking to a man who likes to talk. Sydney Green Street in the Maltese Falcon. Excellent. You rise in my estimation. So is this to be a movie quiz? Father, there are worse ways to pass the time, believe me. I know. I'm a homicide detective. Maybe you have a question for me. Well, you seem to know a lot about Damien Karras' appearance. Have you been watching him? Having him watched? I have given no such order. Have you been watching the McNeil house? Which Father Karras visits often. What's happening in that house, Father Dyer? I don't know. Why don't you ask Damien? Please, Father. Do not think I'm coaxing you to say anything behind your friend's back. I know you'll tell him everything I ask. Everything you say. I know you know. You want me to tell him. And you've nothing to say about why he might be visiting there. I can tell you something about Damien Karras. Soon after I was ordained, I went through what you call a crisis of faith. I reacted by becoming... Becoming what, Father? A comedian. I was Groucho Marx. I was W.C. Fields. Sometimes, Lieutenant, I was Jerry Lewis. May your God forgive you. <laughs> I talked smart and I talked irreverent and always, always, I talked fast. I gibbered. I frolicked. And Damien took it all. Sometimes he laughed, sometimes he smiled. Sometimes he told me to shut the hell up, but he took it for months. He saved your faith. He saved my sanity, my life. What I'm saying is, Dave... Oh, I know what you're saying. Whatever he's doing in that house, which you insist you don't know, you also insist he's trying to do good. But here's the thing, Father... You're sure Father Karras is there to do good? What if he's making a colossal mistake? Do something, Karras. Don't just sit there. You can't make up your Romish but rational mind. <gasps> You just cannot reach a resolution, can you, old boy? Your conscience is a coward. All resolution sicklied over with pale thought. Pale thought, that's... Of course, um... it's not just resolution you lack, is it, my Jesuit juggler? Not to worry, you're far from alone. You know why there are so many religious fanatics, Damien? I shall tell you, because there's so little faith. Uh, who are you? Who am I? I'm sure we haven't met before. You really feel that? Well, beg to differ. 
I'm utterly sick of looking at you. Sicklid over with pale thought. That's uh, that's from Hamlet. Almost. I don't think I got it quite exact. It's been so long. I've been too long in exile, and I'm so damn tired. Jaded might be the word. Will you tell me your name? Fact is, old chap, I may have squeezed out some ghastly Hollywood dung in my time, but I used to be steeped in the fine old classics, steeped from scrotum to the old grey matter, Shakespeare, Dickens, P.G. Woodhouse. And you don't know my name. Well, um, I'm not sure. But I'll wager if I was some big-titted starlet, you'd know my name. Are you Burt Dennings? I'm reminded of dear old John Gilbert. Someone came up to him in a bar one day and said, didn't you used to be John Gilbert? You're English. You're a movie director. Please, just for me. Safe film, not bloody movie. Where are you going? Mrs. McNeil? Yes? Could you come up here, please? Just a moment. You're not bringing up the sow, are you? You'll only agitate the piglet. Burt Dennings is dead. Oh, break it to me gently, why don't you? Well, if you must have her, then have her, we must. Let's give her a nice welcome. A song, yes. What do you think she might like? What about this golden oldie? All things bright and beautiful. Mrs. McNeil, her voice. All things wild and wonderful. An English accent. She claims to be male, a movie director. Does she sound anything like Burke Dennings? I'll send you snapped and twisted and you left back. Stop this. You are not Regan. Stop this, Father. I think you should go downstairs again. Go back to hell where you belong. You're not my daughter. Mrs. McNeil. Crawl into your pit and you evil bitch. If no one else can finish you, I will. Mrs. McNeil. Someone has to do it. Someone has to throw this thing to hell. Get rid of it, Father. But I did enjoy that. You can still have wicked fun when you're dead, Father, and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. How did you die? In your vocation, do you find yourself asking many ridiculous questions like that? That's it. Sit down. Put your feet up like me and we'll dream up your next move. Maybe what you need is outside help. You're really all alone in this, aren't you, Jimmy? Because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. One does love a bit of the old King James. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. Is that a language? does have the cadence of language. You don't know? Aramaic, perhaps, which Jesus spoke. Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? At last, room service. 
Come in. Bailiffs, maybe. Are we to be evicted? Exorcised? Hello? Is anyone here? Mrs. McNeil? Are you there, Mrs. McNeil? Mrs. McNeil? Who's there? Sharon? Billy? Where is everyone? Is anyone here? Hello? Hello, this is the McNeil house. Who is that? Where the hell is everyone? In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer as I have overcome the world. Amen. <laughs> oh, you're really all alone in this, aren't you, Demi? Hello? Sharon? Mrs. McNeil? Is there no one here? Is there someone in there? Hello? Hello, Father. What are you doing down here? I've been trying to find my father. Oh, <laughs> I didn't mean you. My real one, Dad. Why are you looking at me like that? Is there something... You should be in bed. I have to see myself. Oh my gosh, I'm so thin. My hair is a mess. How did I get to be so thin? You haven't been well, not eating properly. But I look... Am I going to die? No. You're going to help me? Yes. Reagan, how did you get down here? How did you get out of the straps? Sorry, Father. The devil made me do it. I'm sorry, Father. I did not mean to wake you. Billy? Uh, where is everyone? Sharon is upstairs with the girl. Mrs. McNeil has gone to bed. Carl is in the kitchen. Even when he dropped the pan, he did not wake. You just walked on. I have been watching you. You mean I was... But I never walk in my sleep. Maybe never before. I, I know it is wrong to wake someone sleepwalking. Elvira, my... Daughter, she used to do it. Strangest thing, in her sleep she had no limp. She walked straight. It was like a strange, strange miracle. Father Karras? <laughs> I'm sorry, Father. I didn't want to wake you, but you really should see this. Oh, uh, what is it? Reagan, I was changing her. Look at this, here, on her tummy. See? She couldn't have done that herself. The straps are secure. And it doesn't look like scratches anyway. No. Help me. It says help me. Yes. Can you help her father? Thanks, Sharon. You sure you want it black? I'm sure. More milk would be better. You need sleep. No, I need coffee. It does happen, you know, uh, the writing on the skin. 
there have been mystics who've been able to make it happen. In a trance, their unconscious mind somehow controls the differential flow of blood to the skin, raising it up. It's not supernatural. <laughs> Reagan McNeil, the 12-year-old mystic, who can also make picture frames fall off the wall and drawers open and shut, all without getting out of bed. <laughs> Why don't you go to bed, Sharon? I need more than sleep, Father. What? I need to get out of here. What do you mean, for good? Leave, Mrs. McNeil? Chris will still have Carl and Philly, and she'll have you. I'm sorry, but I don't think I can take any more. My boyfriend and I have talked about getting married. You want to leave to get married? No, it's not like that. I mean, we haven't set a date or anything. But, oh, this is going to sound crazy. It's the smells. Reagan smells? Mm. It's always diarrhea, you know? When she's sick, and she is a lot, it's putrid. So is her breath. And she's constantly breaking wind. Her smell fills the room. It's like death. And I feel if I don't get away, I'll never get rid of it. It'll be on my clothes, on my hair, and on my skin, on my own breath. And I'll never get married. I'll be scared that when I'm with my husband, he'll smell her on me. I am so bored. Why can I not have some lively visitors? I'm not well. I need cheering up. All I have is you sitting there in a sulk. You never even bring grapes. I thought you had a lot of company. It speaks. You told me you were legion. You even have the real Reagan in there somewhere. You call that skinny piglet company? Oh, she wasn't bad at first. Juicy enough. But now she's a frazzle. Skin and bone and gutted of all sense of humor. I had a dream about Reagan. I know you did. What did I dream? Karis, things are tedious enough without discussing your dreams. I mean... Oh, juvenile. But you said you knew I dreamed about her. How do you know? Because I know everything. Because you're the devil. That's a blasphemous thing to say. Wash your mouth out. One of the first things you said to me was, I am the devil. Well, if I did, and I don't admit it, you might well be trying to trick me. But if I did, Satan forgive me. Sometimes I don't know what I'm saying. I really haven't been well. Let me talk to Reagan, the real Reagan. You speak sometimes in something like her voice, but that's not her, is it? Oh, I know. Me and my voices. What am I to do? I can't help you. If you let me talk to her, it might help all of us. You once warned me against exorcism, but I think that's what you want. The challenge. Yes! Oh, yes, please! You and your brother, make a decent tussle out of it. I told you before, I don't have a brother. Oh, ye of little faith. Reagan might convince me an exorcism is worth attempting. I don't know why you people want her back anyway. In some of your human cultures, if they got her back in the state she's in now, they'd kill her. Family honor. Not that there's been much of that in this family. Oh, you look so crestfallen, diddums dimmy. So hungry. Are you sure? Oh, I'm sure. Really? Really? Please. 
On the Psychology and Pathology of Occult Phenomena by C.G. Jung. On Simulated Insanity by the same author. I'm really busy here, Joe. I can see that. This is quite a collection. The Satanic Mass by H.T.F. Rhodes. Witchcraft and Demonology by R.H. Robbins. Saints Preservus, you've even got Alistair Crowley. Don't you need a dispensation to read him? Joe, what do you want? Well, I really fancy a lemon drop. Got any? No. But you do have James's Varieties of Religious Experience and The Devils of Ludun by Huxley. Joe! At least you have the complete Roman ritual. That could come in handy. Listen, forget the lemon drops. You know what I really need? A drink. And so do you. Let's go out. I have to finish this. Finish what? A dissertation. Demonology? Satanism? Simulated insanity? Is it a dissertation on possession? Joe! Sorry Is to be this blunt. about Chris McNeil, about her daughter? It's about something really important. Get out of here, Joe. Now, please. You need help. What? I need to see a shrink, do I? Damien, Have I... you forgotten I am a shrink? This is more important than you can imagine, and there's a life at stake. Now, get out of here! Damien, calm down. I don't mean you need psychiatric... Well, thank you, old buddy. I mean the church. I mean guidance. At least speak to the college president. I think you'll find we don't do this crap anymore. Is that a disapproving look? No. Good. Because Uncle Jack Daniels and Mr. Marlborough are as close as I get to Holy Communion. We have to talk about Reagan's symptoms. <laughs> symptoms? You call all hell breaking loose a symptom? You have to understand, for a case of possession to be considered genuine, the church demands that very strict criteria are met. If they're not, no exorcism is permitted. But what else can all this mayhem be? She makes doors bang open and shut. She topples furniture in another room. It's called psychokinesis. It happens mostly around disturbed adolescence. You may know it as poltergeist activity. Oh, I know it well. And what about the way she talks? The, the words she uses, the things she knows. No 12-year-old could know all that. That is baffling. Astonishing. But it's not supernatural. It happens. In Reagan, it's as extreme as any I've read about, yes, but the phenomenon does exist in the brain, in nature. The writing on the skin. That's to do with manipulation of blood flow. Again, a natural phenomenon. <laughs> Where? In Transylvania? Have you called her father? Oh, he's in Europe. The bastard didn't even call her on her last birthday. You're here to drive a devil out, not invite another one Mrs. in. Mrs. McNeil, the kind of behavior Reagan's been displaying, I said it's often found in disturbed adolescence. The children are often in disturbed family oh, situations. That bullshit again! They feel rage, guilt, confusion. Jesus Christ Almighty! Guilt? You think she feels guilty about her father and me? She's guilty because she killed Burke Dennings. Oof. Come in. I am sorry, Mrs. McNeil. It's all right, Philly. I, 
I got a bit upset. It happens all the time. Carl and I, there is something we must say. Let me guess. You both want to follow Sharon out of this madhouse. We stay until you ask us to leave, madam. It is my husband, really, who has something to tell you. Carl? Go ahead, Carl. We have no secrets from Father Karras. Carl, you're a quiet man, but I've, I've never seen you lost for words before. It is the policeman. He says we must tell you. Kinderman? Yes, Kinderman. He was in his car, stopped in the street. He sat in the front, Carl sat in the back. Carl? The street where the car was. What about it? Uh, Mortimer Street. It is where our daughter lives. Elvira is not dead. Carl was taking money to her. I did not know. He thought he was saving me. He's a great fool. He has been trying to save me for years. Every time I go there, I see cockroaches on the stairs. Twice I've seen a rat. When she opens the door, she... She never undoes the, 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 the safety chain and... Sit down, Carl. When she reaches out for the money, I see the scabs and punctures on her arm. If I mention her mother or a clinic, she slams the door. That is where I was the night Mr. Dennings died. Not at the movies. Kinderman says Elvira must go to a clinic. If she does not, the law will take her somewhere else. Maybe I have said too much now. I I apologize. I confess, I I took a glass of brandy from the bottle in the kitchen. I I will say no more. Maybe go, madam. Of course. Good luck, both of you. And thank you for staying with me. Have another brandy, Carl. Shall I clean up the broken glass? No, that's all right. I'll get it. Good God. Well, that's us told. Kinderman won't let go. I know Mortimer Street. It's a war zone. It hasn't seen a taxi cab in ten years. What's this? It's the book I told you about. Witchcraft. Oh, you found it. Well, it looks pretty basic stuff. I doubt if Reagan could have gleaned much from this. I found it under her bed. Look at the edges of the pages. See, a a strip torn off every second page or so has a strip torn off the edge. And? Burke did that all the time. Scripts, newspapers, books. He'd roll the strips up and, and chew them. He was in her room. I told Kinderman he wasn't, or I said he'd had no reason to be there, but he was. Mrs. McNeil, the way Dennings was killed... Abnormal strength, a sign of possession. And she told me she did it, in his own voice. She tells lies, and that sounds like a lie to me. I hope you're right. Because I'm terrified she'll kill someone else. Come on now. Even if you are right, even if it was a lie, much more of this and they'll put her away. Since all this started, 
That's what I fought against. I told them over and over, you will not put my daughter away. If her father was here, she'd have been in a padded cell months ago. So what now? Well, you can introduce me to Uncle Jack, a large one. And there are still the tapes, the, um, the Language Institute. This is some mighty weird shit, Damien. I know. You want to tell me what you're up to? No, not yet, Frank. Your Jesuit lips are sealed. All right. You gave me two tapes. This one. The man lifted me up and put me in the saddle. I was so high. It was so amazing and high. It was like I was flying. Can I have a horse, Dad? And this. You told me both voices came out of the same mouth, right? Right. Six months apart. Well, I would say these could be different personalities. Could be? It's possible. I wouldn't swear to it in court. You look disappointed. Then you asked me if the second voice was speaking anything like a real language. That I could demonstrate in court. It's speaking English. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Listen again. Now, listen to it backward. Backward? Every sentence, every word and phrase is backward. Listen. That's you. The blood is warm and it sings. No more cold. No more nothing. Stay and play. Play with the blood. Play with the flesh. Play with the piglet and the priest and the sow and all of them. Wallow and play. Laugh at them. They keep the piglet alive. They keep the blood living and singing and warm and they let us be warm and live and sing. Laugh and play with them all. They are nothing and we are many. You are convinced it is a genuine case. It does seem to meet many of the conditions set out in the ritual. All right. I'll speak to the bishop. Show him your report. Thank you, Father President. If this does go ahead, we have to find an exorcist. Well, I know the background, Father. I've met the girl many times. No. Damien, we need someone experienced. I believe Merrin is around. Lancaster Merrin? You know him. I've never met him, but... Maybe we are more the sons of Earth than we are children of Heaven. Maybe we are mere human beings who can only glimpse the spirit. But might we not instead be spiritual beings who undergo the experience of being human? From God and evolution, I never did finish that book. Too much science for me. He's getting on in years, and I'm not sure about his health, but he must be all right. He's just back from Iraq, digging up tombs in that heat, and he does have experience. I didn't know that. It would be an honor to meet him. Well, as you say, you, you do know the background, and there should be a psychiatrist present. You could assist Father Marin. But you should know this. The last exorcism he carried out was in Africa, 15 years ago. It lasted weeks. It almost killed him.
Would you like a little brandy in your coffee, Father? Oh, I should not. The doctors say I should not, but uh, thank God my will is weak. <laughs> mm. Excellent. Thank you. You have everything we need, Damien? A uh, cassock and a purple stove for you, uh, two surpluses and holy water. And the ritual? Two copies. Good. Please remember, Damien, to avoid conversation with the demon. It is a liar, and it will mix truth with lies to confuse and divide us. Conversation is very dangerous. The demon, you say it so... Matter of fact. Mm. It is a matter of fact, Mrs. McNeil. It is what we are facing. Should I give you some of the history, Father? History? Well, the uh, the personalities Reagan has shown, um, I've encountered three. There is only one. And I want to see its face, Father Karras, when you walk in and say, here's my big brother, he'll fix you. My big brother? Oh, sorry. I don't mind if Damien does not. Mrs. McNeil, I really don't think you should go in there with us. Father Merrin. I'm sure Father Karras knows best. Does your daughter have a middle name? Teresa. How lovely that is. Reagan Teresa McNeil. And just where the hell have you been? Our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Answer me. Thy kingdom come. Answer. As it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread. I know. And forgive us the trespasses. I know where you've been. As we forgive those who trespass against us. One of your retreats, uh, hiding out, head low and ass on velvet cushions. Pen in one hand and Hershey bar in the other. You enemy of the Doodling another humbugging book. Always as easy as doodling to you. That's why you do it. And And because they pay you. Give you medals and badges and lavish dinners. And first class travel to another award. And another lavish dinner and more money. Always the fucking folding stuff. And your lazy ass on cushions. You make me sick. The stuff just comes dribbling out of you like loose shit. Book after book of stinking drivel. What about this from your shitty work in progress? In living, evolving matter, the miracle of the human brain shines and grows until it reaches incandescence. How long did it take you to get that one down? As long as it took me to quote the manure? You're a fake, Marin, and a lazy fake. I may be the author of pain and sorrow, but I'm the real thing, and I put in real Damien, Damien, the holy water. Be gone. In the name of the Father. Still trying that old In the name of the Son. The papist piss. Might as well climb up on the bed, lift up your party frock, and piss on me yourself. Hopeless. God the Son come Pathetic. out of you. God the Holy Spirit come out of you. You're past it, and you're losing. Lord, heed my prayer. The push over, pansy pushover. May he also be with you. This time you lose. God, look down in pity on your servant, Reagan, Reagan, and Neil, now in the world of the unclean spirit who befuddles and stupefies the human mind. Rose it into terror and panic. Repel, O oh Lord, the devil's power. Break asunder his hands and flesh. 
Father, those words she quoted, were they, uh, were they really from your notebook? An unpublished book? I wasn't paying attention. Even if they were, it wouldn't matter. What does matter? The fact that the front legs of the bed were rising up and thumping down on the floor. The chest of drawers moving by itself. Damien, there may come a time when you and I can discuss what we see and hear in there. But not yet. It's all lies and misdirection and illusion. And we have only our faith to defend us against these things. Do you still dream about Vienna, Mary? Those days of your youth you spent to the tune of Haydn and Mozart? The opera house? Plush box and men's lavatory both? You gave and you took in both. Giving and taking with both hands, your mouth and your blessed behind. Oh, you tried, I know you tried, to give yourself to the Lord. But often as not, you'd give to some blonde, blooming boy instead. From your knees on the floor of the cathedral to kneeling in a reeking cubicle on the railway station. My, oh my, how lost you were in those Vienna woods. Damien, if you'll excuse me a little while. Of course, Father. Don't run away yet. There's work to be done here. This is just our first week, and I want this show to run and run. Loser! So, little Damien, alone at last. I adjure you not by my weakness, but by the might of the Holy Spirit to depart from the servant of God. Want me to do the bed trick again? Do not think of despising this command, because you know me to be a great sinner. Damn good, eh? It is God himself who commands you. And the bed didn't even move that time. I'm tempted to up the ante here by having Marin come back in and find you lying spread-eagled there with blood in your eyes and your mouth. Depart, seducer, full of lies and cunning. I could do that, you know. Depart, abominable creature. You haven't slept for days, have give you? Give way, monster. Give way to Christ. He will strip you of if you drank at all, it was alcohol. Kingdom. He will cast you forth into outer darkness. Are you hungry? 
The Father commands you. You were a hungry boy, the right? The Son commands Proper you. Proper little glutton you the were. The Holy Spirit Remember commands the mashed potatoes? Get... Your mother had spent her last dime on those potatoes with melted butter and black pepper mixed through? And you ate the lot. All that was left for her was a bit of hard cheese. How you despised the old girl. I love my mother. That why you left her to rot in a rat-infested hovel? You know nothing. I know too much. You're ignorant. It's all bluff and double bluff and lies. Amen. Go downstairs. I'm sorry, Father. Mm. Go outside and get some air. I understand, Damien. Love and hate... All twisted together like knotted guts. Good evening, Father. Lieutenant. That's a beautiful sunset. I used to stand here a lot watching it. It was a kind of communion. A kind of bliss. Well, far be it for me to interrupt a man's bliss. Don't worry. All gone. I wanted to ask your advice about a case. Hypothetical only. It's about a house. A hypothetical house. Right. And a, a hypothetical crime. Let's say there were five people in this house, and it's possible, only possible, mind, that one of them was involved in this crime. Then four of those people are excluded from suspicion. That leaves one. But that one is a 12-year-old girl. This girl, no other explanation, is at the heart of the mystery. She's a mystery herself. No one ever sees her. Then a priest starts to visit the house. Then another man turns up. He's not only a priest, he's a writer, a scientist. He's famous everywhere. The mystery deepens. You know what I'd like to do with this case? I'd like to put it in the hands of a higher authority. Maybe it's there already. If I could only be sure, I'd leave it there. I'll think about it a couple more days. Then I may need a warrant to see this mysterious girl. The hypothetical girl. Couple more days, father. Then we'll talk again. Vultures! <clears throat> Bastards! Black! Carrying bastards! Get out of her own father! My lord, there's a fortified tower in the face of the enemy! Enemy? I'm your fucking nemesis, Marin. You're losing, and you can stick that needle in your eye, Dr. Bogus! Just try to hold her still! Still? Like this? I can do that. I can do still. Who are you? Why are you in my room? Deliver us from evil. Oh, don't. Please. Please. Help me. Please, Reagan, just lie still. Let me go. We're trying to help you. You're trying to kill me. Poison me. Father, can you hold her for a moment? Don't. I need to get a swab. What the hell is going on? Mother, make let me go. Mrs. McNeil, I need to give her an injection. Would you get me a swab? Right, now quickly now, you swap. Uh, it's good. Good. It's so This is McNeil. Do you think you could stop that music? I'm sorry, Mother. I, I know that's your record. I know it shouldn't be in my room, and I'm, I'm sorry about the mess in here. I didn't do it. Honest, I didn't. It's right. no, I, I had to give her librium the way she was struggling. May I wipe her face? Of course. Her heart, I had to calm her down. 
Mother, who are these men? They're, tr they're trying to help you, Reagan. This one said that before, in the sitting room. He said he wouldn't let me die. In the sitting room? I'm so thin. I saw myself in the mirror down there and I looked like a ghost. That was a dream. Well, I was wide awake. No, it was my dream. I dreamed I met her. It didn't happen. Yes, it did. I was there. He's lying. This is McNeil. She's quieter now. May we go outside? Oh, don't go. Don't leave me here with them. I'm never far away, babe. I promise. Mrs. McNeil, the drug could not work so far. What do you mean? She chose to calm down. It chose to do so. It? The, the demon? Yes, that was not your daughter speaking. I have known this demon before. It's very strong, very clever. I pray to Christ that you're right, Father. Yes, do that. Go downstairs now. Yeah. This time, I couldn't tell. Before I knew it wasn't her, I just knew. But now, I'm not sure. We will proceed very gently. We'll call you the moment we need you again. Please, be sure. Be gentle. I promise. Father, we don't know how quickly the drug would work. She's so weak. She feels strong, the way she was struggling. But a heart... I understand, Damien. I know you still have doubts. Every symptom she displays may have a rational explanation. I understand. I'm a man of science myself, but so many symptoms and so extreme. So many and so extreme that you yourself asked the church to authorize an exorcism. I asked if the church was convinced of the need for one. And you will continue it with me. Is this the same demon you faced 15 years ago? In Africa, a boy in a Nigerian village had been very weak with fever, and then, yes, it's the same. A village in Nigeria, a 12-year-old girl in Georgetown. Why? What's the purpose of it? I think sometimes that the one who is possessed is not the real target. We are the observers. The aim is to convince us that we are vile creatures, unworthy of the love of God. To make us despair of our own humanity. To convince us we're not spiritual beings who undergo the experience of being human. <laughs> it is disconcerting to hear one's early work quoted, but thank you, Damien. Now, will you summon up all the faith you have and go back in there with me? and my voice is weird but that's because I've been ill and she didn't know me I mean she called me Reagan she even called me babe but I don't think she was for real maybe I'm, I'm going mad could I be ill in that way are you a real doctor how is she uh, the pulse is fast and it's feeble <laughs> the stethoscope looks funny with those clothes rest she really needs to sleep there's no way I could sleep can you give her anything no no it might I may already have uh, maybe we should talk outside for no, Damien, that is not necessary. I can hear you outside anyway. If I give her anything else, she might go into a coma. Not every word, but I know what he thinks. He thinks this is all about him. What happens to me doesn't matter. He's the real target. Her blood pressure. It's because he's proud. It's one of these men who glide around like they're saints, but they're just men. They just know how to dress the part. 
The movie business is full of them. The church, too? Damien? Sorry. If she doesn't get rest, she might suffer cardiac exhaustion. Are you proud? Dr. Damien, is it? Father, she's in real danger. Well, then I should be in hospital, and you'll have to tell the real doctors about all the drugs you've given me. Are you proud of that? Is your mother proud of you? My mother? Damien. Or did she just say, why the fancy dress and what's with the stethoscope? Let us begin again, Damien. Father... Is the danger immediate? Well, uh, no. Then please let us proceed quietly. You can check her again in a few minutes. I'll still be wide awake with all that druggy stuff inside me. Lord, heed my prayer. Uh, mutter all you like, I won't sleep. Damien, please respond. Yeah, the whole house Lord, can sleep. heed my prayer. Let my cry be heard by you. The Lord be with you. Uh, may he also be with you. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth. I'll stay up all night and all day and all the next night. I've done it before. We cannot allow that, Father. Father? I can be a real nightbird when I want to be. Father, are you all right? Uh, Damien, could you do something for me? My overcoat downstairs somewhere. In the left-hand pocket, there's a tin of pills. More drugs. Please fetch them for me. Sure. Father Marin's coat, where is it? Oh, in the closet, in the hall, maybe? Okay. Oh, no, wait, here on the chair. Is this it? How is the girl, Father Karras? They are aspirin. They will help? Nitroglycerin. His heart. Here to go, my love! God, look down in pity on your servant. He went down on his knees. I thought he was going to say a prayer, then he just fell over. As in Adam all die, in Christ all shall be made alive. Is he dead? Yes. He's really dead. On my bedroom floor. I'm sorry, was he your friend? I only met him a few days ago. But he was a very great man, a scientist, a wonderful writer, a faithful priest. He wrote once, We are spiritual beings. We undergo being human. Sorry, I'm sitting on your bed. That's all right. Thank you. I'll just sit for a minute. Fine. Then I suppose you should send for... Who do you send for? The funeral people? An ambulance first, and the church. And my mother? Of course. Reagan? Uh-huh. How do you feel? I'm not sure. Uh, weird. Kind of... Muddled up. Me too. Like after the flu. Really bad flu. Would it be all right if I examine you? I check your heart and so on? Would you rather I called your mother first? No, that's okay. Get it over, then call her. Definitely, right away. Uh, so, just breathe normally. Yeah, that's good. That's very good. Let me look in your eyes. Open them wide. Uh. Excellent. That's uh, that's clear and bright. Am I being very ill? And very brave. Was there a bird in the room? A bird? No, I don't think so. Hmm. A lizard? Maybe? Ugh. 
It's all muddled, like a dream. I do remember my hair needs to be washed and fixed, but I don't remember being brave. I know Dad always said I should try to be. He's in Italy. He's going to bring me back a horse. I'm going to call it brave. I think you're a sleepy girl, Regan. Do you know what Carl said to me once? He said, the two best things in the world are courage and compassion. Carl's a wise man. They're the best of our saving graces. This is really weird. What is it? We're chatting and there is a dead man on the floor. Right. Um, I'll fetch your mother. I'll just go to the door and call her. I won't go out of the room. Father Marin had courage. It's funny. I keep thinking I've seen him before somewhere. Well, he was quite famous. Maybe you saw his picture in a magazine. Or even on television. No, it's somewhere else. Somewhere, uh, hot. He was praying then as well. And there was a boy, a naked boy, a black boy. Reagan. His skin was so black it had a kind of blue shine. It glistened, it gleamed like a plum. No. Africa. Please. And now the black boy's dead in Africa and the priest is dead on my floor. Really, really weird. You should kneel down now. Why? You know why. No more, please. Just one more story. It's about my mother. It was at this party and she was talking to a priest. Actually, it was your friend, Joe Dyer. And she's drunk and she's waving her glass and her cigarette about. And she says... Look at all the evil in the world. There has to be a devil. She's talking like this to a priest who went to all the good schools. Poor Joe. I don't know if he thought she was funny or embarrassing. Both, I suppose. Just a drunk actress. But I knew better than that, and I'm only 12, and I've missed a lot of school. I was embarrassed because she's an idiot. If the devil is real, she says, then there must be a real God. That's why there's so much good in the world. <laughs> but you're not an idiot, are you, Damien? You know better, too. I'm real, you're real, and that's it. Are you shaking? You are, you're shaking. Guy, you really should kneel down. I think you're a sleepy boy, Timmy. Come on. Kneel down. Oh! <gasps> you hit me! Don't! You bastard! Oh! <laughs> my hair! Don't pull my hair! You bitch, you son of a bitch! you right now no. what happens then what happens if no. i break your no. neck right no. now no, what happens you bitch i want my mother liar what happens if i strangle you where do you go then where do you run and hide you gutless loser loser liar liar coward 
a sick village boy, an old man, and a 12-year-old girl. That's the best you can do. That's all you can handle. Well, how about me, huh? Something bigger. Something stronger. Come on. Come into me. Come on if you can. You, Sydney, Gutless Lewis, you come into me. Yes, Damien, yes, at last. The wreathed trellis of a working brain. And how your blood is warm and singing. Now, stand still. Look there. See her? See the piglet? Look at her, Damien. Stand still and look. What does she think she sees? Glorious wings unfold, a reptilian smile. Kill her. You want, you need, you must. Ah, the mighty thud of a strong man's heart. Get those strong thumbs of yours in the corners of her mouth and rip her face apart. You've wanted to do that to someone since you were nine. Do it now. Rid us of the husk of her. Stand still and listen. You want, you need, you must. And we won't stop there. You and I will make this house the most famous bloody shambles in America. Begin with the piglet. Kill her, Damien. Damien. No. No, Damien. Do not. Damien! How is the girl? She seems all right. Weak, withdrawn. She says she remembers nothing. That's good. That's a mercy. I wanted to say goodbye to Mrs. McMill, but I, I just missed them. Yes, back to L.A. So what now, Lieutenant? Me? I'm off the case. The high offices of your church and the high offices of my department will decide between them what happened. About Denning's murder, my guess is they'll decide it wasn't a murder after all. And Damien? My guess on that. His doubts about his faith, his guilt about his mother. The girl almost died under his care, and he'd hardly slept or eaten for days. Now Marion was dead. Despair and guilt. Suicide. There's no doubt Father Karras went through the window and down there. They found him down there. Only a yard or two from where Dennings ended up. Uncanny. Yes. I got to him before the ambulance arrived. I didn't know that. You were dead by chance. He was still alive. He couldn't speak, but he opened his eyes. And it wasn't guilt or despair I saw in them. It was something like... joy. Triumph. I know how dear a friend he was to you. I loved him. Shalom alaykum, Father Dyer. Peace be with you, Lieutenant. Father, you like movies. Well, I get passes. In fact, I have two for the crest tomorrow night. Would you like to go with me? They're showing Casablanca, which, as we all know, is perfection. Well, Bergman and Bogart are great, but I can't help thinking they should have stuck with the original cast. Zilsa and Sheridan, I knew the part of Rick... 
Ronald Reagan. Excellent. You rise in my estimation. Father, give me the last line. You don't have to do the Bogart voice, but do the line. <sighs> Lieutenant, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. The Exorcist by William P. Blatty was dramatised by Robert Forrest. Karras was played by Robert Glenister. The Demon by Alexandra Mathie. Reagan by Lydia Wilson. Chris by Teresa Gallagher. Merrin by Ian McDermott. Kinderman by Carl Johnson. Dyer by Brian Dick. Carl by Gerard McDermott. Villy by Christine Absalom. The President by Paul Stonehouse. Frank by Ben Onwukwe and Sharon by Hannah Wood. Music and sound design is by Gary C. Newman. The Exorcist is a BBC Scotland production directed by Gaynor McFarlane. <laughs> <laughs>